Hey there, pants people. This is David here at Fancy Pants Studios, and things are heating up behind the scenes here. And in the show, we just finished our first major arc. We're moving into our second. A lot of wild shit's been happening, and man, oh man, we want to talk about it. So we're going to have another Fancy Pants unzipped episode coming up. We're recording it in a couple days, and we want questions. Please send us questions. Check our Instagram at Fancy Pants Pod, our Facebook at Fancy Pants Pod. Drop some questions if you can, and hey, Rate and review the show while you're at it, while you're already on your phones doing your question asking. Thank you so much, and I'm so excited to keep this journey going with y'all. See you later. from their first adventure off of the city With Dinsin and I marketing the world of Subsunko behind them, Zebulon and Jules now hold the promise of full sponsorship, as well as a number of goodies from the grateful folk of the market. Their first hurdle has been cleared on the road to fame and fortune, for what awaits them on their return to the Radiant Citadel. What are the friends they've earned and the bitter enemies they've challenged along the way? Well, listeners, don your cloaks and tighten up your travel boots. Because our journey is only getting started. <laughs> what are you goofballs doing? We were, we were <laughs> making Instagram content. We're wrestling. <laughs> uh, of course, the, just... the listeners have no idea what that word <laughs> All I saw was you guys holding your minis and fighting with your minis in front of the camera. Yeah. That's exactly what was happening. So we have a camera now, which You're... is my personal nightmare. Boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just my phone on a... $20 Walmart tripod. And just hovering on me, watching me, always. We're all in it. Yeah. Be in it more, Steven. Take me out of it. Damn. Is he, is he just I'm mad? I'm completely in it, actually. Jeremy's really only... Hold on. <laughs> not, not one bit. Oh, let's move around. Okay, there we go. Sure, now you're both half in it. Better. So. Perfect. <laughs> welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the wildest character arc in television history. Uh, oh, see, hold on. Let me put 60 seconds on the clock. <laughs> see, like, we're yeah. not doing this for more than 60 seconds. That's fine. See, like, that's all I need. Oh, my God. I forgot are, a few we're things. We're doing this again. I forgot a few things. Holy shit. Vital, vital details. Steven, get those, get those fucking seconds on the clock. Um, you tell me when to go. You go whenever you want. Three, two, one, go. So in his journey of, of whatever villainy to hero ship, Siler also became the president of the United States at one point. This is true. <laughs> uh, he found love, and then he killed love, uh, you know, like he does. Uh, he ran a Saw-style game for a bunch of the main cast. Uh, here's a big one. He claimed to have kidnapped Hayden Panettiere's college girlfriend and then tricked her by teleporting himself across the school campus off-screen, turning into a college girl and tying himself up in her dorm room so that he could get some general life advice from her via trickery. Also, while his body had amnesia, his memories and personality possessed someone else's brain and tormented them all season until they suicided by cop. And then... What? Yeah, no, seriously. And then, uh, after all that, he went to the pocket dimension for 100 years alone or some shit, and then he was kind of a good guy afterwards. Uh, and there we go. You still got 15 seconds. Uh, 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 God, what else does Hala do? Um, uh, it's been like 20 years. I don't remember when this, this show's an old show. 
Six. Uh, well, uh, all right, that's fine. All right, cool. I, Good. I you got did it in less than 60 seconds, I guess. Good for you. At one point, Hiro Nakamura was a, was a child in his brain. There's a child. There you go. That was the timer. It's a, it's a little fun <laughs> fact. Extra bit for you. Dude. Yes. You had notes for this prepped already. It's all it's what I, I remember. Saw, I saw you yeah. reading notes off your computer. I, I remembered throughout the week. I was like, oh, yeah, also this happened to Siler. And I had to jot that down. Like, oh, this happened. Then I had to jot that down. Dear Dude, it's Lord. wild. There's not been a character this fucking wild and terrible since, well, until Zebulon Black. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. We're going at it Ouch. now. Ouch. Start. Start. Ouch. Start. I, thought, I thought we just finished the big combat. <laughs> this guy's never done. Come on now. All right, so. With that out of the way, gentlemen, uh, what has been happening here behind the scenes at Fancy Pants Studios? Studios? We doing that? Are we? I don't know. Sounds that's cool. A, that's a thing. Behind the scenes at Fancy Pants I'm down with it. Apartments. Uh, <laughs> Fancy <laughs> Pants, Jeremy's place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we didn't record last week because it was my turn to get very very sick. Uh, miss a week. Um, but yeah, a lot happened. We hit 1,000 downloads, which is yeah, amazing. Was, Super yeah. exciting. It's so Super fucking cool. incredible. It's so wild. It's so wild. And uh, kind of like a little little side note, a little cool thing that's happening in our lives is uh, Jeremy's coming to work with me and Steven at the brew pub we're at. So we're all fucking working together. Oh, yeah. Isn't that? It's, it's wild. It's so cool. They have no idea what they I wanna, just did. I want to <laughs> high five, but I'm too far away. Yes. They came to me. They came to me. Uh, so yeah. everybody, everybody from work listening... You have no idea what you've done. <laughs> We're now co-workers. I know we are a subsidiary of uh, this local brew pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great time. It's yep, definitely a great, looking forward to having you. Great mm-hmm. time. Oh, man. But yeah, so that's uh, anything else to catch up on? This has been I don't. I age. don't have anything. Yeah. No updates on my end. I, I still have not brought black garlic over. You have not. I still have a, a few of them, half a dozen... Uh, not half a dozen, maybe three or four little uh, couple ounce jars in the refrigerator. So I have oh, some. Oh, yeah. I just got to remember right, well, to bring it. And... Bring them next week because I'll grab the rolls. Oh, yeah. So I'm grabbing rolls, so we better have black garlic yeah. to go with those We're rolls. We're going to do some, like, some, some bakery rolls from town. Yep. All right. All right. I know where you're talking. You know where I'm talking. I know where you're talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right on it's Main Street? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the one. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither will the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I've had the best week, though, because I finally, and I'm late to the party, I finally beat Elden Ring! Hey! It was so good. There are people out there who are excited someone's, for me. Someone's very someone's excited for Someone's excited you. for yeah. me, damn it! I, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, need I, this. I was letting Danny out of the room right when you said that. But David, I'm so fucking excited. Yes, yeah, see? I'm All so right. excited. Someone's proud of me. Congratulations. Dad. So... <laughs> I'm just saying, right, you could have been hanging J-Channel. <laughs> God, don't even bring up the J-Channel. It's been eight years. I will get around to it. I've done half of it. So, <laughs> so, what do you guys say we get started on episode 20 here? 20? Yeah, that's 20 wild. 20 episodes. I'm ready to play. Mm-hmm. One might say this should be a, a big one. Danny says it'll be a big one. Apparently, she she literally just wanted to get out of the room, so I let her out, and then she comes just and to is want like, to come back no. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll try leaving the door open. Are you guys ready? Ready? No. <laughs> well, shit. Too right, bad. Jeremy, go take a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I only need Zebulon for the start anyway. Oh. Because we're going to start off on a little flashback 
We're going to know it's a flashback because we're going to have that sort of faded colors fading to white in the side of the screen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really showcase. As a viewer, we're watching and we're like, all right, this is a flashback. I see that. We're flashing back to the Dinsing Night Market, to the earlier on of that same day. Sun's hanging in the sky. That hot, hot uh, tropical heat is boom, boring down on you. And we see a scene of Zebulon standing out uh, as, as like a lot of the sort of market folk are, are seeing him off. We see Madame Culp reaching out with a diamond and clicking it against the side of your own held out. And she says, transfer. And you hear like a little magical, see some like fast footage almost like running across the surface of one diamond into the other. There you are. Would have been a shame if you had forgotten to bring all the, the images of your games at the market with you on your way. So I'm glad that I remembered at the last second to give these to you before you left the world. That would have been a shame if we had to. Thank you, Madam Culp. I'm so glad he remembered before we left the world. That would have been yes, a shame. It would have been really awkward. <laughs> so relieved. Also, and she uh, reaches down and, and sort of pulls this scroll out. Uh, here is the requested uh, letter of intent uh, signed by everyone here at the marketplace, all the business owners, that uh, should you come to, to work with us, you have full sponsorship from your choice of market vendor. Wow. It should help you get a, an agent on the Luminary, at least. They'll understand that there is money behind you. You are backed. Well, that's um, really, really very grateful, Madam Cole. Um, so please, uh, find this uh, Haringan you, you seek and, and, and have him come back. And if, you know, he's the one you wish to choose as your sponsor, very well. But do come back. I, I think... We'll certainly be back. Shepsunko's uh, a really special place, and you were all so kind to us. I like to think that maybe right now we, we, we see, like, in the background, uh, Chester and Jules are, like, having a little conversation. Probably, like, I don't know, shadow boxing. Chester's kind of shadow boxing at Jules, being silly, and he looks over and kind of waves, like, Hey, Zeb, Zeb, come on. What are you doing? And he's kind of, like, trying to wave you over. Um, <laughs> I guess I, uh... I guess I better head out. Oh, wait. Uh, before you go, um, it's one more matter. And you see she steps to the side. And standing behind her is a kobold child. And you see this child looking up, uh, looking up at you with these starry eyes. It's Gammon Zangoon. That's it. Gammon. <laughs> Um, he has not been awake up until this point. You're not sure. He must have just this morning finally awoken. Wow. Hey, uh, Gammon. Wow. Zebulon gets down on like one knee, like sort of like kid stance. Hey, you look so great. Look he here. immediately charges in over to you and just like wraps his arms around you, pulls you into a, you know, kind of a feeble child hug. Oh, hey, bud. Hey, it's all right. Look at you, huh? And he's actually like a little bit of crying. He kind of pulls back a little bit. It's like, you're gonna, you're gonna be a luminary, right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess we kind of already are, huh? When pretty cool, right? Yeah. Just nods vigorously. Yeah, you were so cool. I, I heard, I heard about what you did. You carried me through the fir- the fire and the burning tent, and and and. 
you saved my life. When you become a luminary, and when, when my family opens up our shop again, I'm going to save up, and I'm going to buy all of your figures, and, and I'm going to watch every special about you on the Crystal Network, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheer you on when I know you're on a mission. Wow. Uh, let's, I mean, Gammon, really, I'm, I'm really just glad you're okay, and, and, if, and if even half of those things happen, um, it's going to be because someone like you is on my side. He is just beaming, um, like just almost steps back, like like almost just just, 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 just like bathing in your light. Um, Sebulon, you have just made your first fan. Wow, weird. I am <laughs> I am dying of wholesomeness right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think we're seeing the two of you by each other. He just steps away from me. You're kind of like maybe you stand up again, stand you know as tall as you stand, and. I think superimposed over these two, we see two other draconic figures. Uh, over over Gammon, we see a, a younger Zebulon staring up starry-eyed at his older brother, tall and strong and resplendent in his shield-bearer armor. We see Arhalon reaching down to lovingly rub at the place between your horns, Zebulon. We see how he laughs deep, his eyes shining with pride. And we see... How your smile falters, Zebulon, just a, just a little bit. Just falters the, the light force pressing down on your head. Falters under the meaty half-dragon claw that is just slightly holding you down. Zebulon? Zebulon? Yeah, huh? Are you even listening to me? I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm cold. I, I no, wish... I... Sorry, this is John Franklin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I did, as you I snap, I, I, I thought the of, same exact thing. Yes, as you snap out of this uh, memory, sort of, sort of turns sour. Maybe like a, a slight dream. Um, you are sitting in the ruby bleachers of the of, of the jewel as it's just completed its transfer and is slowly lowering down to dock at the Radiant Citadel. You see John Franklin sitting next to you. It's glaring at you. Very clearly, you were just spacing out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I did I, you call me Madam Culp? I was. Do you even know who you're talking to? It was a. I was daydreaming. I'm sorry. What the hell have uh, you done, Zeb? I'm just daydream. I'm just all right, a... all right, all right. As I was saying, all we need to do now is seek out a good agent and hand off our footage. Right? This letter of intent from the market showcases that we'll have our pick of sponsor. Despite both of your mm, notoriety, any agent would be a fool to take us up on this kind of potential financial backing, right? Gentlemen, we are set. We're in the clear, as it were. So, Just so long as neither of you do anything stupid to ruin it, right? Wh- why do you think it's going to be us that's going to do something stupid? Yeah, that was a little harsh. I mean, yeah, I, th- I, I don't know you that well. His eyes slowly kind of move back to Zebulon, and he just kind of sighs. Look, 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 look. I could even handle finding an agent, negotiating fees, all of that. You simply just need to lay low and wait, right? You can handle that much at least, right? Right? That sounds like we're just hand-waving a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You can get involved. I'm kind of okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to have two episodes of us interviewing agents? Uh, you can do whatever the hell you want. It's your story. <laughs> All right, where's Rune? I'm just giving you this. <laughs> I'm just giving you this out. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah, John. That sounds great. Why don't we leave you up to the 
the admin side of things here. <laughs> Very well. I suppose if we're to team up, I should go and join you wherever you're staying. Can I get your address? Uh, I could go by later on. I, I assume it must be a rather high-class venue, given your uh, stations. Well, you might be surprised to what? know that we, uh, last time we're on the Radiant Citadel, we're staying at um, the Ugly Coyote Inn. The Ugly Coyote? That's, that's right. You got a problem with that? It's notoriously dirty. Why would you stay there? Well, because it was notoriously inexpensive. The pale moonlight is much better. And we <laughs> don't... Don't you dare mention the pale moonlight in. <laughs> don't even think oh, of God. it, John. Ah! <laughs> Oh, my God. Zebulon's nose starts to smoke. Well, I have a room at the Pale Moonlight. I will be staying there. I will be gracing them, ugly coyote with my own presence. So if you want to meet with me, you can meet me at my room. That would be room 11. Pale Moonlight, you got that? How much are the drinks at the Pale Moonlight? I'll buy your drinks. You couldn't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, party at party at the pale moonlight, I guess. <laughs> at this point, you see that everyone's sort of funneling out of the ruby uh, back out onto the citadel. You guys getting up and joining? Yeah, join the yeah. crowd. Yep. All right. And with that, our heroes move down through the ruby, out the great sort of open doorway, and step back out onto the giant fossil streets of the Radiant Citadel. You've been away for three days, I believe now? Seems like a lot longer than that. Yeah. Let's it's see. It's been how many weeks? A lot. How many weeks in human time? Many. It's still early in the day. It's, uh, you're about, it's, because the newbie comes down at noon, leaves, it's like, it's like 12.05, 12.10. Maybe it takes a little time to really get off and on. So really it's like 12, we'll say 12.20. Well, uh, well, yeah, well how, how long are we talking to get off? Are we talking like you got fucked over in the, like the last seat of a plane? Getting you know, taken off or like... I, am, I am thinking this through because it's like yeah you know it could be very fast could be very slow there's no customs I mean you go down and like people guards will be kind of watching you um, you know check and make sure you're not like doing it but they're not you're not like having to full on take off all your gear to go through a security belt I mean uh, so let's, it's pretty fast let's coming dig off and into on. the logistics of travel <laughs> in the Radiant Citadel like legit though it's, 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 it's funny because uh, these would be very important details in the actual lore of a world where like there's a bunch of worlds connected via this right. one sort of gateway of travel. Uh, so it's almost like I should put more thought into it, but I don't want to. And I don't think it needs to be that much of a big deal. You have like writs of passage. Uh, you don't really need them to go back to the Citadel proper. The Citadel's open for anybody to go to. It's just heading to other worlds is going to be a little more of a, a you know difficult business if you don't have the proper writs or passport, which is something that you can get. Um, I was going to say, at this point, isn't it kind of a given that we're going to get passports? Yeah, so long as you become luminaries, boom, instant passport, free access to any world of your choice, um, along with other perks. So, pretty good stuff. Well, let's go Sweet. find us an agent. Let's right. go. And here's the question. What do you guys want to do first? I'll list a couple of activities you mentioned that you were interested in. Uh, you wanted to find Pepper. Uh, you know, the last team, he he, team, he left uh, Subsunco yesterday. He took the 12 o'clock ruby. So, about exactly one day ago, boom, he was here in the Citadel. You wanted to probably check up on the on the uh, Ugly Coyote, your folk there. Um, yeah, I got a lot of shit to unload. 
You do, yeah. You're loaded with all sorts of. You got a. You, you got still a got a gift a, bag. Full still, of. still got a pangolin on your shoulder. We all forgot I about. I do. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't forget about him. I forgot Jam- about it. We Jam- got to get him out of here. Jamal was whispering in my ear the whole time. <laughs> Jamal he, was, he was like telling me what to do. Jamal oh, was like, God, "Hey, Jamal. Jules, don't you have dissident whispers?" <laughs> yep. Yep. Jules, turn invisible and sneak up on the guy. <laughs> so sorry, Jamal's mine now. <laughs> it's not like a penguin voice. Jules, turn invisible and sneak up on the guy. <laughs> that's that's a, that's his voice. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, now we definitely got to ditch yeah, Jamal. <laughs> get, get rid of Jamal. I'm gonna keep it up. Oh my god! All right, so what do you want to do first? Well, well, as far as Zebulon's concerned, you hit the nail on the head where he he. Wants to find Pepper, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know what Jules is. Th- well, I think I know what Jules is thinking, and I'm yeah, sure. you, you know what Jules is thinking. Yeah, um, um, I, I don't think. Sorry, <laughs> I I don't know if that's necessarily like. I mean, it's it's his top priority, but I'm not sure if it's something that he's like. Okay, I got to get here right this second. I'm surprised to hear that. Me too. Do you have something that you want to do before going I, to the Ugly Coyote? I, I, I don't. But I, but I think at this point we've been through so much that Jules has kind of started just going with the flow a little more. Oh, wow. I mean, well, I mean, he's, he's, he's now doing stuff where he's not just like in control of it all anymore. Yeah. I mean, when this all started, you weren't even interested at all in becoming a luminary no. adventurer. It kind of just became the path you had to go down, and and, yeah. and and you've fully embraced it at this point. It seems like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, so much has changed for these two characters during this first off-world journey to Subsunko. Uh, it's amazing uh, what they've already gone through, and as storyteller Oren said, we are just getting started. So, okay, Jules. Um, the way I see it, the next big step to becoming luminaries is securing our sponsor. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the if that's you, the next step. If you were Pepper the Haringon, where would you go once you got back to the Radiant Citadel? I mean, he works for Rune. That was going to be my... That was what I was thinking. I'm like, fuck, he's going to go straight back to Rune. But I don't know if we want to go tussle with that guy again. I yeah, mean... I, I, I don't know anywhere else he would go. I'm not afraid of that, that guy. That, that, I'm not either. But it's possible Ada knows something. I mean, he runs a tavern here. Tavern keepers notoriously know things. Yeah, he's trying to rope all this into one so he doesn't have to do two <laughs> separate storylines. I'm just Jester. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so Jeremy, I'm just giving helpful Jester advice. Do we want to go to? <laughs> I, it, do we want to go it, to Rune? If, if we're going to potentially be going to Rune or getting into some shit like that. I would prefer it if we stopped off and at least unloaded my shit, said, hey, guys, we're back. We got to go do this, but we're back. Okay. All right. Yeah, you have the whole I, day. I, I don't want to be it's carrying. Noon. I don't want to be carrying. All, but then again, I don't know. Maybe maybe like the rolls could come in handy or something, or the vanilla buns could come <laughs> in handy while we're with... fighting rude. <laughs> it's like, I throw vanilla we, buns down we, as caltrops. I know. We could butter both of them up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's no, let's yeah. let's pick a direction. Yeah. Uh, if if we're going to doing that, we need to unload shit and just be like, okay, that's right. a that's a great idea, Chester. Let's um let's go touch base with um the the crew over at the uh, Ugly Coyote. Make sure the kids are okay, and uh, and then we can head off and do some uh, some adult business and go go find Pepper. All right. Uh, great. You guys. Move off the down the platform, up the up the up the uh, staircase to the top of the citadel, the top of the uh, the sort of the snake's neck, um, or or serpentine fossil's neck, 
Um, then you move down, 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 uh, past the shield bearer barracks, uh, down into the trade disc hall, the long sort of winding, uh, sort of main middle street that runs down the course of the citadel. And you go down, 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 all the way down towards like the lower sort of tail of this fossil towards like where the buildings get a little less nice. And you see the run down in with the sign of a fucking coyote with mange and a nibble off ear or some shit. I don't remember. Uh, ear patch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Ader has the ear patch. Ader has the ear patch. That's right. Oh, did you guys see the, the sign that Hungry Familiar yes. made for Oh, it's so good. Coyote? It's fantastic. Yes. With I the, love like, it. I think it has the scratched eye. It's right? so good. The scratched face. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So the three scratched eye. I love uh, that. You see that? I the classic it. sign of the ugly coyote, um, which is a thing now. I want to. Uh, I want to get that made into an actual sign to hang up in here. Wouldn't that be awesome? Be so oh so my cool. gosh! Find a, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a woodworker locally that that. Oh, would yeah. do something like that. I, for I us. bet we could figure something out. Oh, I want yeah. that my house. That's so cool. Right. Um. Yeah. I take you're gonna go inside. No, we're gonna stay outside. Yeah, we're just gonna chill out there. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. You know. <laughs> take my time. <laughs> All right. Uh. The... Saloon doors, baby. You move into the ugly coyote. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> is this an accordion? <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're home. It's we're a home. dusty old tavern, the coyote. You see, uh, you see that same like random, like medium-sized sort of mangy coyote is just uh, lying in front of the the, the lit fireplace. Um, uh, yeah, I think you can't really see the bar when you first come in. There's kind of an L shaped to the building. The bar's tucked around the corner, or maybe it's just barely visible. Uh, but you you walk on the door. Uh, no customers because it's the middle of the afternoon and no one is out drinking yet. Well, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually very very quiet in here, apart from the random accordion that is playing in our heads. Or is it a guy sitting in the corner with like a nose patch? <laughs> Yeah, there's a guy in the nose patch just playing the accordion. <laughs> Ader hires out music for noon <laughs> on a weekday. I don't know. Uh, excuse me. Anybody home? Anybody here? Oh, uh, you hear like a clanging from behind the bar as someone like puts some stuff down. Uh, and a few moments later, you see the big bearded, ear patched, uh, 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 dark skinned God's Breathian kind of, uh, Ader kind of pokes his head around the corner. And, Ooh. Hello there, you're back. Hey, oh, Ader. Yeah. What's up, guy? How you doing? Uh, How, how's it going? Uh, he kind of looks at you, Jules, sort of awkwardly. Jules, uh, these kids of yours, well, they're a real handful. And you just see, like... <laughs> God, my heart just skipped a see, fucking beat. Suddenly, uh, responding to the sounds of your voices. Holy shit. A number of figures start thundering down the stairs. Uh, you see, like, also from somewhere behind the bar, uh, Mulligan the dwarf comes stepping out. He's, like, holding it. He's got a little, like, like hat on and apron. It's stained oh with some, God. like, sauces. And he's got, like, a bowl and a whisk in his head. He's like, oh, 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 they're back, they're back. And, like, and, and uh, you see, like, Round stuff is the first one charging down the stairs. Jules, Jules, and Uncle Zeb, and just like runs down, uh, just just to give you both a hug, trying to reach out to both of you at the same yeah. time to get really close together to like get in with her. Hey, Chef. Hey. No, <laughs> uh, you see like behind you in the shadows. Suddenly, like Miskin's just there. Of course he is. Good, you're back. <laughs> I was worried. And yeah, you know, there's no need to be worried. It's all been quiet here. I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew I could count on you, buddy. Um, 
like fibrosis the next down the stairs he peeks his head down uh He's got like a couple of books in different hands. Uh, it looks like maybe Ader had some books kicking around, some old God's Breath uh, uh, lore and such. And he's kind of almost fumbling down the stairs with them. Uh, and he gets down to you just like, oh, uh, hey, Jules. Uh, wow, you're, you're back. Huh. I, I, I didn't think you'd act so soon. This is, this is great. I mean, I mean, wow. I, mean I, I mean, it has been like 11 episodes, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, time, time flies. Time flies. In reality, it's only been three days. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, following that, I'm trying to make sure I remember all of them. Paul, Paul, kind of turns around the corners, just moving down the stairs very slowly, uh, very serene. But he's still his eyes are focused on you, Jules, and focused on Chester. And he's got this sort of soft smile on his face. Uh, Chester's already just kind of giving round stuff a hug and moving on to everybody else, giving Fibrosis a, a kind of spectacular handshake. Um, yeah, and then you hear, uh, uh, I think last but not least. Uh, Jeans steps on the stairs. I think at first he doesn't even realize it's, it, you guys are here. Uh, you just kind of hear a voice calling down like, Ada, this is ridiculous. I can't believe how many spider webs I've found in the attic. Have you even been up there? And, and, and she kind of comes down and like, she's like, also has like an apron on and she's carrying all these cleaning tools and like buckets and stuff with water. Um, and she just stops at the top of the stairs and just kind of freezes mid-sentence. Is, uh, is Chester next to me? She's looking right at him. Is he right next to me? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take my hip and give him a really forceful <laughs> little, little <laughs> nudge forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, hey, jeans. Uh, we're back. <laughs> uh, I got you a, a present. I got you uh, it's, uh, in my pocket. I, oh, shit. And he kind of like tries to pull it out. It all comes out in a clump and falls. Oh, right. oh it's dusty. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I only picked that up. Uh, it's silks. I know you like to sew. Uh, so I got you some, some silks. <laughs> He worked hard for those. <laughs> he, he, he worked hard for those. She is just standing at the top of the stairs with the most amused expression on her face. Um, and she kind of slowly steps down the stairs. And I think every step she gets a little more momentum. And by the end, she's like full on like running, just like grabs him, hugs him. Oh, oh my God. I love them. Chester, thank you. And she's like gathering them all up. Um, Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> uh, and she like turns over to you, Jules, and she's got this sort of intense expression, actually, uh, like yeah, not like like angry, but just kind of like serious. She's like, "So everything went well, then I take it. No trouble, no danger." And she's like, very forcefully. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but you do remember what we talked about, yes? We're safe. And Chester's looking around like, "What's uh, huh?" <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess we're alive, so that counts for something. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of glance my eyes over to Chester. I keep my promises. He's, he's just staring around, kind of lost, and then just kind of shrugs, <laughs> like, "All right, well, you guys are being weird." Uh, <laughs> no problems. I'm gonna say no problems. <laughs> Um, I think at this point, round stuff has noticed that you have like various things, including a fucking pangolin on your shoulder. Yep. And she's like, mm. "What is that? What is that? What is that?" Well, uh, this is uh, is this is p- this is Jamal. This is Jamal. It's Jamal. And uh, the, uh, I think he's your responsibility now. How would you like that? It's my responsibility. <laughs> it's your responsibility. <laughs> oh my god! It's a present for me. Of course. <gasps> What it? What is it? Go, go, go <laughs> ahead. Go not... ahead. Go ahead. Take him. Uh, like he just kind of. I think Major Mall gives you this kind of look, the sort of blank expression a, a pet gives you when they're kind of like unsure. And then I'm gonna. I'll kind of. I'll nod over. Go ahead. Go ahead. He slides down your arm. 
jumps into hers uh, and she just grabs him, her arms in the air, and just starts immediately just like turning and running around the dining room, kind of like airplaning him. Gentle, gentle, <laughs> gentle, gentle. No, he loves he this. Is, he's a living creature. This is his He's favorite. a living creature. Gentle, this gentle. His favorite thing to do. Gentle. <laughs> he only wants to fly. He always well, wanted to fly. Ask him that. Do you want to fly? And he just stares at her with like a, blinks a few times. He's like, see? <laughs> All right, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that we don't have to carry Jamal anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry that he has to fly all the time now, but... He always wanted to fly. Uh, <laughs> we have washed thy hands yeah, clean. I'm going to believe that Jamal has always wanted to fly. Um, You feel like tugging at your, your uh, sleeve of your coat there, Jules. And you see that Paul's looking up at you and just says, present. Of course I got one for you, Paul. He smiles, this big smile. And I'll reach back and... and... Do you everybody got him? I can, I can fill you in. Yeah, it was the... No, it wasn't the... Shit. Oh, yeah, no, I got him the little uh, the little toy loot. Yeah, it's like a toy... Uh, yeah, like a local toy loot. Or... Yeah, it's like a loot. Was it, was it a, yeah. Was it, or was it a... What was the exact thing? Because we, we said, like, toy loot, but you said something else. There were, like, flutes that had there. Tell you what, though. What? I mean, like... You guys saved the market. You wanted to go for like the lower thing because of, yeah. of cost reasons. Yeah. Um, if you want to go for a loot, you could totally just for free have switched it up. You saved the market that night. Like we only get into the, the, the this and that of what you did that night. Another you want to get the fucking loot? Yeah. Here we go. We see the the white it, haze of the tourists. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, my my idea was to get him like a toy loot. Hell yeah, so, yeah. So, so it's 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 similar to mine. So oh that yeah, he has I love something that. To look up to a little bit. All right, so, yeah. So you handed right. over to him. Yep, I do. He just gets this big, excited look. He starts like strumming on the on the string. It's terrible. You're a natural. You're uh, a natural already. Uh, uh. And he doesn't really talk. Like he just makes a few sounds, but he's just like playing with it and almost like as he's playing along, making these little notes like ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ding 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 ding. ding. Um, and you see, he's just so excited, and he kind of steps away, uh, playing with his, his new toy. Um, I like to think he goes up to the guy playing the accordion and starts trying to jam with him. <laughs> the accordion guy, whoever, whoever that is in the corner. Um, it's Weird Al. <laughs> uh, at this point, Good the, the others start to like, <laughs> the others start to move in. Uh, you see like uh, Mulligan's looking at you, and you hear his stomach. It's <laughs> like rumble. Man, I missed that noise. <laughs> I heard uh, the food up to Sunko's really good. Um, it is. Why don't you... Uh... Why don't you see for yourself? And I <gasps> reach back and I grab the sack of vanilla buns and I oh toss them in his direction. What is? Oh my goodness! Is this? No, 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 hmm? no. Yeah. Savor. Okay. <laughs> there, there's plenty in there to last you a while. He is already. Even though I know you can eat them all in about thirty seconds. He is here. already full on eaten too. Whoa! While, while you were talking, he's when, oh, where, <laughs> and how? Zebulon, you're amazed. Gosh, that's that. <laughs> That's a lot of, that, of buns. He's, he's covered. There's a, there's a, as we talked about before, talked about before, there's a powder sugar trail leading like around. Like he stepped away a little bit, almost like a cat hoarding. And there's a powder sugar trail leading to him right up his clothes, all over his face. We should have. His cheeks are stuffed already. Um, he's like little tears running down the side of his dwarven cheeks. Like, they're amazing. We should have so brought good. him. We should have brought oh him one of those gosh. giant prawns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we still got some cold noodles. <laughs> noodles? <laughs> That's that's dessert. That's dessert. We'll save that for dessert. <laughs> Vanilla buns for dinner. Uh-huh. Noodles for dessert. It's Mulligan. 
That's, all, there, that's how it works. Over there in the in the uh, corner of the room, Miskin is like still trying to look cool and tough, but he's also like he's ten years old. He looks he's you could tell his eyes are like bulging. He's so excited, he's shaking a little bit because he thinks he might get a present too. But he doesn't want to. He's cool, so he doesn't want to say anything. I'm gonna look over to him, make a little eye contact. He Re- looks at you and tries to try. To <clears throat> I'll reach around, grab the buckler, and then just just, just cool dude as shit. Just toss it over. <laughs> he uh, kind of, kind of like lets it fall to the ground. Kind of looks at you for a second. Kinda, like <laughs> slowly, slowly reaches down, trying not to look too eager. Uh, but it's super obvious he's very, very excited. And just snatches it up. And he's like, you see him just like spin around from you. So he's not like being seen. But you can tell he's just looking over every aspect of this thing, flipping it around, looking at every bit of it, um, and just, just so amped up. Then I'll just give him a little nod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. Oh my gosh, you and your children. Uh, and that leaves only one. That is uh, something I never thought I'd hear in my entire lifetime. <laughs> this uh, is Jeremy talking. Fibrosis is a little older than the other. He's like 13. Um, but he's kind of just standing there. He's not like, you know, expectantly like, give me a present. Uh, but he's kind of just like, you know, uh, if there's something, here I am. <laughs> Why are all why are all these kids like looking like they don't think they're getting anything? <laughs> like Jules is just I think they're trying to be polite. Like Jules is going to be polite. If you didn't get something, he'd feel real bad if you just if you were like, "Oh yeah, fibro, sorry, I forgot to." Hey, you I, almost I, I, didn't. I, I was just say I was just say he <laughs> he has two books coming to him, doesn't he? He has two books. Fuck yeah. Yes, right, uh, so. one more about the history of Susanko and in, in the Valley Zentini and one about the local sort of myths and lore. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out the books, and I'm gonna slowly hand them to him. And I'm gonna say, I made a promise that these would be put to good use. Uh, you make sure you follow through on that. He sees these books, and they're just like these nice hardcover books, such good quality books. His breath sort of croaks in his throat a little bit, and he reaches out like almost trembling. He's so careful and gentle as he put you know kind of takes them both in hand. Um, he had other books with him and he came down the stairs he just dropped them on a table he's looking at these ones just like no way no way this is he's like flipping through it oh my gosh Jules these are these had to be expensive I, 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 I can't possibly uh... just take them take them come on um, they're for you wow <laughs> thanks Thanks so much. Of course. Uh, uh, any research I do, I'll, I'll fill you in on anything. Uh, if you have knowledge you want about the worlds, I'm going to do what I can to help. So I will do my own research, and I will fill you in on any bits of lore uh, that I can. Absolutely. You go ham on it. And he just, oh, actually on the spot, you see he slides a chair, sits down, flips it open, and just goes to work on the uh, the history book first. And yeah, I mean, suddenly you just look around at this room filled with children just running around playing with their new presence. Uh, it's just, it's just a good time. Uh, Ader kind of like steps forward, kind of looks around at all of them. <laughs> with his, with his hands out. <laughs> Where's my gift? I, uh, I'm going to give him a low five. <laughs> oh, get me. All right, then. He's got his hand out and just like, hey, hey that's Dave, cool, Dave, too. <laughs> so he, he, uh. He sets forward, he's looking around at the kids, just like, I'll tell you, Jules, these kids are yours. They're, they're funny. Immediately wanted to get to work on the pub. <laughs> oh, arguing about every little thing I was doing wrong, and now they're, well, they're cleaning up the place. Honestly, last night was our first busy night, and I can't remember how long. 
That jeans especially, she's a... Uh, he kind of looks over and like smiles, not not in a, like like again a fond way, almost like a father to a daughter. But she's she's a clever one. She's going places. I'll tell you that girl. She's going places. Oh, trust me, I know, I know. These kids, uh, there's something special. Though, uh, I do wish you'd stop bringing folk in out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do with the other one. I literally did it one time. Well, uh, hang on. Hey, come on out here. He shouts behind his back. He sees the door to the back room opens, and a horngon comes out of the bar. Hey! <laughs> oh, you're back, Pepper! Hey, yeah, hey. I've been here since yesterday. What's uh, going on? Hey. Good, hey. To, good to see you. Yeah, you too. Uh, I'm, I'm one of your friends now, right? So I figured I'd come and join you. You know what? It's so good, Pepper. It's so good that we found you here. Why don't you come? I've got a really cool opportunity for you. Jules. Zebulon is uh, just so eager and excited about this. He's getting right into it. But a thought crosses your mind. Does it? Yeah. I think you're smart enough. I think you're careful enough to wonder why Pepper's here when you never told him you were staying at the Ugly Coyote. This is a secret from everybody. How do you get here, Jules? How do you know where to go? I feel like there's something that I should know in this moment, but I don't. <laughs> so, so, so not knowing, what not knowing, fuck? Zebulon starts to like walk over to Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Pepper, to Pepper and Zebulon are fuck. having this full conversation in front of you, Jules. And I think like you start to, you're hearing like, like words, like they're through water as like this sudden fear grips you. This that's, what, that's what's happening thought. with player Jeremy right now. <laughs> How did he know? You're looking at me like I should know. You could ask. What the? Oh, some wrong Pepper. Jules? I, yeah, hey, yeah, it's me, Pepper. Huh? Jules, you, yeah, you look so good. How'd you? How'd you get here? Well, what do you mean? I took the ruby. Huh? Yeah, but what's the matter, Jules? How'd you find the place? Oh, oh, the coyote. Oh yeah, it was easy. Huh? Yeah. The, I, I don't remember telling you how to get there. I mean, we, we were going oh, to we come get you and bring you back. Oh, you Abs- Absolutely. You didn't tell me. Ruined it. Fucker. And just as these words leave his mouth, I want you guys to roll a perception check. Oh, my God. Jules got an 18. 18. I got less. <laughs> <laughs> Zebulon's still just lost. He, he yeah. doesn't even realize the significance of this. Nine on the die was a negative one, so. You hear that word leave his mouth. Then you realize that there's no sounds coming from outside the pub. It all got very quiet outside. And then you hear ching, 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 the sounds of armored boots Are you fucking charging. The saloon doors snap open, smashing up against the side of the pub, and the room begins to fill with shield bearers. Holy shit. What the heck is going on here? You see about uh, eight guards in their brass shield bearer plate all run in, shields and, or, I mean, uh, spears in hand. 
and they line up on each side of the door. The one in the front uh, just kind of takes a look around the room. His eyes sort of fall on you because he's got a full helm on. Uh, they all do. And you see that, like, Aider steps forward just like, What in the hell's the meaning of this? This is a private establishment. You can't just walk in here. And, like, the one in the front just snaps his spear butt down on the floor. I mean, at this point, the children are all stop what they're doing and just staring on. You've been running from the law for, like, as long as you remember, Jules. Maybe not this law enforcement agency specifically. But law is law, and the kids are terrified because they feel like they've finally gotten caught. You see the man in the front looks around with his full helm and just says, uh, looks towards Ader. Nobody move. Anybody does not follow our orders can and will be charged with interfering with an investigation into a serious crime. What's that crime? This, the armor advisor slowly turns back towards you, Jules. Jeremy, I'm sorry about this. I really am. What did you do? You see that the man raises up and pulls his visor open. You see... You gotta be shitting me! Sir Jessinth Kelly. He he told me a long time ago that this was gonna come back. And he says to you two words. Child endangerment. Excuse me, bitch! (laughs) He turns away from you then. Back towards the saloon. No, no, door. no, 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 no. You don't turn away from me. And he yells. Not when you accuse me of something like that. Ignoring you, he yells out. The room is ready for you, Lieutenant. I'm gonna run up and grab him by the collar. You see the saloon and pull door. Him to me. You you grab him as you grab him, he pulls in and he's <laughs> I finally got you, Jules! The saloon door bursts open. In a hulking figure resplendent in his shield bearer armor steps in a half dragon Arhalon moves into the room and his eyes fall right on you Zebulon what is this I could ask the same thing brother I don't understand you don't understand Why did you bring an army here? What are you doing? We have received a report that there are a number of children here not being cared for properly. Now, we are trying to rehome anyone that was lost on Tythos. And from what we've heard, these children have spent their time on the streets for years with him. Mulligan, show them how well you're being cared for, Mulligan. Mulligan's just like, I think he just drops what he's holding. He's just frozen in place. You know, the streets of Tythos is the safest place for these kids to fucking be. Not under, not under your fucking tyranny. Zebulon, I expect this kind of behavior from our scallion like Jules LaRoche, but you, I raised you right. What do you even think is going on here? This kid's a fucking hero, unlike you. Look, we have received reports, a number of them. We have orders from high up. And look, look, I, he kind of calms down. What's your high up? What's your high up? The council. (laughs) The speakers for the ancestors. Okay. What do the speakers for the ancestors know about these kids? Look, look. And he's just a, Jessinth, officer, relieve him. And Jessinth kind of like, starts to kind of push you back. I pull him closer. 
Jules, I don't think that's helping right now. Arhalan steps up to you, just towering above you. He spoke true. If you interfere with our investigation any further, you will be taken into custody. Arhalan, Zebulon steps in between and puts a hand on Arhalan and a hand on Jules. How, how can we, how can we continue on? How can we help your investigation here? Look, it's an easy matter, right? Already settled. Maybe you thought you were doing best for these children, but look at them. And he kind of points over to round stuff, points over. And she's always been small, always looked skinny and tiny. But I mean, they are wearing shoddy clothing. They don't look clean. You know that's necessity. You know it's it's what they want. You know what's best for them, Jules. But in this moment, how do you convince the the the, the, the enforcement officers that be? He, he looks at her. He looks back at you. Look. We can still rectify this. It just so happens that a very, very fortunate offer has come the way of these children. Maybe not the older ones, but I heard there's a seven-year-old tiefling there, eight-year-old child, human, and this one, he points to the half-orc, he's got his shield raised, and he looks like furious. Ten years old, they're young enough, they can still have a life, and there are some very influential people who want to adopt them. It's not an offer, Jules LaRoche. This is happening. The orders are from higher up than I can change. What? I'm sorry. I'm holding Jessinth by the collar. I'm going to lean down to Chester. And I'm going to whisper, You guys run the Zenas. And I'm going to take Jessinth throw him at Arhalan and turn around and say, guys, run! I need you to make athletics check. I'm going to contest it with Jessen. I don't know what else Jules would do. Jules will not bend over for this. <laughs> this is stupid as shit. But... Zebulon, a voice echoes in your mind as oh you see boy. this happen. The voice of Jean Franklin saying just a little while ago, as long as you don't do anything stupid... <laughs> And you just oh watch as Jules begins to fight with the shield bearers. This is, I'm not fighting with oh. them. I'm not fighting with them. I'm just throwing Jessinth at Arhalon. Just right. shoving yeah. them off and telling them to run out Let's the back. Make those rolls. It's a 16 for me. Nope. Nope, is it? You didn't get him or? I didn't get him. So you gotta go, you go to throw him and he grabs you um, and kind of like pushes you back. And he's just like laughing, laughing at herself. It's like, <laughs> that's right, Jules. They're going to have a better family now. You know what? It's the very family you chose to run away from. That's right, Mommy Dearest. We'll be taking your kids off your hands. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that great? <laughs> Aren't they just the best? <laughs> Arhalan just like, calm yourself. There's no need to push this any further than it has to be. Look, look. These are my friends. And at this point, they're, they're starting to run, actually, because you, you said that. Yeah. They're, they're trying, trying to run. Yeah. Um, so there's a back door around the corner. Um, they got the place surrounded. And Arhalan just kind of like, go, get them. We only need the three youngest. And like the shield bearers start to break. And I think at this point, if you guys want to take this, we're going to roll initiative. 
Can we take a second so I can yeah. think about yeah. this? Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah. <sighs> okay, we kicked we kicked David out of the room. Um, I I don't know if this is something that would work because I know Arhalan is hard headed as fuck, but my I know I thought about going invisible, and then going up next to him, not doing anything. I'm not I'm not attacking. We don't want to get in a fight here. No, this, that is not happening. That's not my intention. <clears throat> yeah, with we this. we really can't escalate this. But maybe more try and talk some sense into him and let him know that my parents and my family are evil fuckers who are into dark magic. I have experienced it and I have it in my blood. I think I think that could maybe give him a moment of pause, but not if you go invisible. I think if you go invisible, that shows that you're trying to escalate it. I think if you in front of everybody, if you said Arhan, they're horrible people, blah blah blah. Okay, well maybe like okay, maybe we put the run on pause. Maybe maybe I'll just say hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, let's talk for a second, and I'll pull them aside. Right. If we try to do like maybe if you and I try to do a body block, and you try to talk. Okay. I don't know. Um, I'm looking through. I mean, you know, level three rogue. I mean, I have plenty of stuff for combat, but outside of combat, yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff that I can do. I, I I can do spells, but they're it's still well, anything is going to be seen as an attack. Yeah, I I think okay. I think I think you have a decent argument. We just need to use that argument. Yeah. Without being threatening, I'm pretty sure I and have, attacking. I'm pretty sure I have a plus seven in persuasion too. All right. I mean, that's really we, the only shot we really got, is. other than getting into a fucking fight with yeah. an army of shield bearers. We're, we're not so. going to get into a fight with shield bearers. That no. that and, and to, to be to be clear, listeners. That was never my intention is to get right, in a fight. That right. is not. We we cannot win this fight. It this this whole this fucking story will be over if that happens. Yeah. Not only would it end badly in this room, yeah. but even if we got out of this room, we would have no chance of nope. getting an agent and becoming a luminary. Nope. Nope. Okay. Fucking hell. Okay. You want to try that? Let's go. All right. Let's do it. Um, you watch three of these guys break off and begin to move around you to gather the territory okay. lights who are currently running towards the back. I think as that happens, call, 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 as that call, happens, call. Jules is stepping in between the kids and the shield bearers. So and I'm going to look oh, over it. And Jules oh, is going to look over at Zebulon. Yeah, Zeb will join and, uh, in and sort of okay. like body block. Okay, I was, I was going to say it was like I'm looking over at Zeb. I'm not, I'm not going to try and, you know, coerce him into doing this with me. It's more of just like a look like, are you going to help me here? And it's just, just like you. you're standing right now, Jeremy, with like. Eyes or arms splayed, like kind of like out to your sides, non-threatening, hands down, just a passive body block. Three things happen when you do this. Three things happen. The first one is you watch as Arhalon's eyes fall on Zebulon, and as Zebulon moves to get in his way, to get in the law's way, you see he looks so fucking tired and sad, and then instantly like a match being lit his expression just changes to this pure rage you see Ader steps out in front of both of you holy shit hands splayed out just says you ain't welcome here get out of my bar I didn't expect that and Um, you hear 
No way. You see Pepper the Horrorgon is no, holding his ears no. down. And he goes, my, my, those are my friends! No! And he goes into a rage. Oh, no. Um, I'm... You see those three things happen. You may okay. react. The, the guards stop okay. short in front of you, and well, they're kind of like not sure what to do. Especially with Ader being this huge guy in their way, they're kind of spears out, and they're just kind of like holding. So what I was going to do is once we got in here, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look over to Arhalan and say, Arhalan, Arhalan, you're, you. you're a man of honor, right? Yes and no. Simple question. Where are you going with this? You are a man of honor, right? I know more honor than you've ever known. That's debatable. If you are a man of honor, you come with me right now into the back room and we talk. We pause everything right here. Pause. And we talk, because I got something to tell you. You see Jessen is over there like, no, don't, don't, don't listen to him. He's a liar, he's a scoundrel. He's always been a scoundrel, don't listen. But Arhalan's not looking at him or you, Jules. He's looking at you, Zebulon. Now, Pepper is still shaking with rage. That's going to be a problem very soon. But right now, Arhalan's looking at you, Zebulon. Go go with him, Arhalan. It's okay. I'll, I'll calm down the Haringon. Can we just take this slow? Slow and easy. All right. He looks at you, looks over at you, Jules, and then says, Officer, stand down. And you, and he kind of points to the power guard, who Pepper's, like, seething, but he's not making a move yet. Just kind of like, <laughs> Zeb grabs Ader's shoulder. Ader, help me with, help me with Pepper. Help me with Pepper. All right. And they start to walk over and try to, I mean, physically restrain if we need to, but try to calm Pepper down. You guys go to Pepper. I need you both to make... I'm going to let you make a, a check, basically. You can decide what check it's going to be. You'll have to play it out. While this is happening, Jess and Kelly stares on in shock as Arhalan sort of, like, pushes him to the side. He reaches over, like, what are you? No, wait, stop! And he tries to grab Arhalan and just pushes him away, like, stand down, officer! And he moves to you, Jules. And take it, you probably open the back door. Mm-hmm. I give him a little nod in. The two of you... In the cherry delights, I imagine, all funnel into the room. And as that happens, make your check. It's going to be a big one. I'm going to go with persuasion. You have advantage on whatever you do. Um, because Ader is going to give you the help action no matter what you're doing. So you play it out, and okay. I'll play his side. I'm trying to decide if I should use my button or not. They're threatening! They're threatening! My friends are! Like, he just seems like his, his eyes are getting weird um, and fuzzy. kind of getting actually lost. Actually not. Um... Can I cast Bardic Inspiration? As you go. As you, I go in the room? Should, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Your, your loot lights up and you shoot a, a beam out at Zebulon. <clears throat> so I'm rolling so, yeah, with, at, yeah. with advantage plus a d6? Yeah, it's a pretty oh, good sweet. roll. All right, yeah, Ader, I'm definitely not you, using my so, button then. What are you doing? No, don't use your button. <clears throat> um, uh, oh, they're threatening my friends. I, I, I don't like it. it I don't like okay. it, Zebulon. I, I, Pepper. I, I can take him. I can take him no, all. No, no, no. I can see... take him all. I can take him all. I know. I know you can, Pepper, but you see that big guy over there? Uh? That's my brother. I don't, oh. I don't want you to hurt my brother because I, I really care about him. He, he's my family. He's like... He's like... Like we are, family. The rest of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow. yeah. I haven't had a family. Well, not since I... Listen to the thing. So, uh, so do you think that... Do you think that you can 
can calm down and, and be civil here? Yeah, yeah, come on. Let's calm, let's calm right down, yeah? We got this all handled, right? It's under control, Pepper. Come on, bunny fella. Let's Jules, just... Jules is going to take care. You know Jules. He's going to... It's going to be so oh, yeah. easy. I know Jules. Uh, yeah, yeah. That you know, Jules. We, we go way back. Yeah. I met him like three days ago. Right? Yeah, that's right. Had a wild ride with that one. All right, go ahead and make that roll. First roll is a seven on the die. Let's see what I get next here. Second roll is a 13, so plus three, that's 16. Only plus one, so that's a 17. 17 will do it. Okay. Um, you see he visibly calms... And he goes out of rage. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. That's great, Pepper. Really good job, man. That's... Oh, way to go. And, and Zebulon turns to the, the rest of the guards. It's all right. It's okay. We got him. There's still weapons at the ready. Like, like the weapons were held out at this point, like pointing towards him as he yes. was about to rage. Very aggressive. They start to lower the spears, except for one. Jessinth Kellig is still spear out, grimacing. He looks so fucking mad. His eyes are on the closed door to the back of the room. We follow his eye line to the door. We zoom in on the keyhole and move through. We see the cherry delights all lined up, all terrified. Um, Chester's the only one. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of like unsure of what to do. You see he's ready to rumble if it comes down to it. Um, I think he's trying to like catch your eye, Jules. Like he's, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? We doing the one, two, three? I didn't even think I'm. Lo- I don't even think I looked down at Chester. Speaking the grass. I'm, I think I'm locked eyes with Arhalon still as we go in. He is just towering above you, like in this small room. And this back room of Aders, you move into it. It's like half the room is like this little sort of kitchenette, um, and like also on the other side, there's a big sleeping pad where he just sleeps. It's it's really not the most sanitary situation. He just his actual living room is is also the kitchen area. Uh, you see, there's a few things actually boiling on the stove. Something's boiling over. <laughs> sizzling as it runs into like the sort of open flame below are there chairs in there no there's a bed right there's a bed is there like a dresser that could be sat on uh yeah there's a small one okay kind of roughly made so i'm gonna sit wouldn't put a lot of weight on it i'm gonna sit on the dresser and then motion for arlon to sit sit on the bed he slowly moves into the room we're just talking here. We're just talking. He sits down. You see the bed just folds <laughs> under his weight. It's like Sorry. this 500 pound. <laughs> Sorry, Ada. What did you say to him? What did you tell him? Hmm? What are you talking about? My brother. Suddenly he's willing to turn on me on a dime. Why? To ally with you? What did you do? What makes you so special? What makes you better than me in his eyes? This kid is special. Your brother's special. Stay focused. I know. I know. I know where you're... I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I, I see what he's trying to do. I see what he's trying to do. I'm, I'm very aware. I'm aware. <laughs> he's seething. Like, you saw, like... He was quiet this whole time. The second you get out of the, out of the range of everybody else, his rage is showing. There's like a crackling flame at the back of his throat. You talking about your brother who's about to become a luminary? <laughs> he is special, and you know what? That's because of you. It's all because of you. All that he, all that he's hmm. done is look up to you. And he wants, he wants to be you. I, I, now I don't know, with the way you're acting. Huh? But you tell me. Huh? <laughs> Damn. Well. 
reasoned. I'd like you to roll me a persuasion check. I'm fucking surprised. <laughs> I'd like you to roll me a persuasion out. check. I, I fucking loved that. Huh. But he's mad. Will these words get through to him? I don't know. You tell me. 26. Got 26 <laughs> again. God damn, with the 19 on the die. Arhalon visibly starts to soften. His shoulders sort of like losing some of their tension. He's... Listen, th- th- this is not what all of this is about. Tell, tell me what... It's not. No, I... Tell me. I apologize. That was... No, no, that you... came from a place of... I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I am a shield bearer. Yeah. And, I'm and, a man and... of honor. I Absolutely. should not bring personal and... feelings and matters into... My relationship yeah. with my brother has nothing to do with this whole situation. Yes, you're a man of honor. And guess what? Whether you think it right now or not, so am I. T- tell me. What do you know about me? You I... tell me what you know about me. You won't like the answer. Tell me. You're a criminal. I know the answer already. You're I known. Just wanna, I know the answer. I want to hear it from you. You are a known criminal from the city of Cerule on Tythos. You left your royal line behind, left your duties, and you became a thorn in the side of the royalty, speaking out against them, working against them. You worked against the law, Jules. And these children, I understand where you're coming from. I don't, I don't mean to hurt you, but they are... Emaciated, they're poor. They, they, they could have so much more. Your family can offer them so much more. I know you walked away from your birthright, but don't take it away from them. And like they just start, no, no. <laughs> like Ralph starts crying. They take care of me. Tell me, you, you keep talking about my family and my birthright. What if I told you that I want no part? Of this dark magic, this evil he that is slowly taking over these worlds. Dark, I've ex- dark magic. Yeah, you tell me. What do, what do you think about this? And I turn my loot and I just make it glow. And I make it shine and make all these fucking little, this magic spectacle. What are you trying? He, he like not, no, 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 I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing, I'm just, I'm just showing you. Where do you think this comes from? How do you think I can do this? How about, how about this? And I poke myself and become invisible real fast, and then I, then I stop and go visible again. Where do you think this comes from? I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something here. This is actually fascinating. Arhalan, you see he brandishes his like shield bear insignia, like a, like a badge he has, and he holds it out. One moment. And he holds it towards you just as you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's going to cast Detect Good and Evil because he is a paladin. Oh. <laughs> okay. And his eyes widen. What the? What is this? This. You're being lied to. Everybody. And I'm not saying. You're no, showing no. me that there's demonic elements in your blood. In your. He stops. In your blood. Now you're getting it. I got nothing against you, man. Absolutely nothing. I'm on the run from evil. From the darkness that is about to take over all of this. And it starts with my mother. Something hungry enters his eyes. Something intense. The, the, the storm on Tythos. The fall of the, the sapphire. Do they have to do with this? 
Do you know where Shadra Khan is? Who is Shadra Khan? It's a place. Have you been there? Do you know of this this place? I haven't, but while I we need to know while we more. were go, while we were gone off the citadel, we found out it's a place where the spirits roam. I see. Never been there, but it doesn't sound good. This. And finally, he begins to slump. Like you could see, you've won him over for the most part. He's believing you. He's you're, he's honestly, but he his shoulders slump and he sighs out. And he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, Jules. Look, I'm not the top of the chain. This is from the speakers for the ancestors. Your your cousin. My cousin. It's a demand. Yes, it's a demand from the top. You're I, talking about my blood. I can't think about it. If I don't make a move here, Arya himself will come in. I have to do something. What What would you have me do? Go back to them and tell them I changed my mind? Get on the side of the good. You want to do something, do something good. I have an idea. You're not in the room. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Steven. <laughs> You're not on the podcast anymore. <laughs> You're kicked out. <laughs> well, go ahead. You, I have an idea. You it's already... You already told the kids to run to Xena's. Right, but they're in the room right now and they can't get up. Right, but maybe right. push to have them placed there. Oh. He has to do something. That's a good idea. I was going to start bringing it back around to them as well at some point mm-hmm. here. Um, sorry, what was the last thing you said, David? Or how long? I think he just asked you, what, what, do, I, what do I do? I think you start talking about I, 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 feeling the side of good. I get it. I understand that. I've been in terrible spots my whole fucking life. But these guys right here, everybody in this room, and your brother out there, and hopefully you, we're all the best chance we got at staying alive, at keeping the peace in all of these worlds, and keeping the darkness out. These guys took care of me when I was escaping that evil. They showed me how to be happy. These aren't my kids. These are my friends. These are my... These are my mentors. We are fighting for goodness. And we need all the help we can get. This is not an easy road. You, you see what's happening right now? It's fucking hard. But it's... It's what's right. And that, that's just it. What you're asking me to do... To forsake my role. To forsake my job. To leave the shield bearers behind. I will be... You're talking to somebody who did that. And trust me, it's a lot better. To know that you're right. And you're good. The bed groans. As Arhalon slowly stands to his feet. Towering above you. He looks over at the children. He looks down into your eyes and I'm going to need one final persuasion check but not right now because we'll call it there his face. Ain't I a stinker? He hates you. (laughs) 
No, it, I mean it sounds like it's turning around. So I'm, 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 I'm shaking inside. 